Uh, welcome, boys. And 13 days since we've been together. Which we get set to jump in the finals. This is in this format. This is the first September show we will be doing. As I said, we're getting all set to leap into the finals. Well, you did mention that. And um, with Fox PR department and their marketing department, they're going to get a few of you select Fox footy talents to um, skydive. But because of the weather... You didn't get selected? No, I was thinking I was too heavy. <laughs> so, this, <laughs> so you had to go abseiling to start with. The front now, ways, which at, is called rappelling. I just love the class. You know how some oh, people... Oh, now that's oh, Ben Dixon. That's a good start. Wow. That's not a great start. You wait for the next one. Oh, there's, there's Dermot Barrett. Are you? That's me. Now you like Look supposed to be one go. of the great. Oh, oh, Jonathan Brown. That's a train wreck. Oh, how bad's that? And, and from what I gather, that was the best part of Brownie's efforts, wasn't it? Now, did, did you say that Brownie got to the edge and froze? <laughs> he did. He's gone. You have no, that did not show how hard Ben Dixon hit the wall. Oh. Kingy and I, David King was the other one standing up there. Oh, I've got tears now. Um, and we looked sideways and Brownie got up on the wall first and we thought, oh, he'll be ready. He'll be over and was when we got up there. And Kingy and I got up and we stood up there about three, four, five, six seconds and looked at, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're going to go. We're going to do this in time. And we look over and there's Brownie still going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We got to the bottom. And still had to look up at him coming down and eventually went, I'm going, I'm going, splat. Oh, he was no so good. full of bravado. No and way. And when it came to the big moment, he got the jelly legs. He won't like you in that, fella. will he? No, that uh, is good. So why didn't you guys do it? I thought you would no, have was, I wasn't jumping out of the plane. I didn't why? See well, when I was, we were in Sydney a couple of years ago and we saw... Oh, the, the guy nearly come down, the stadium. Yeah, and he's uh, hit the oh, deck yeah, really hard, yeah. and that just put yeah, me off yeah. at first. But that's something Brett to put in a book. Yeah. I mean, geez, <laughs> imagine a new chapter in his book. Yeah, but <laughs> the day I almost died out of the book. If you're not plane. there, it's hard to put in the book. Yeah, Someone exactly. else can put it in your book. Yeah, that's How right. How are the so book not sales going? <laughs> I did see it was reduced after week one. Yes. What was happening there? It was reduced price after one week of sales. It was your hardcover too. Like, Mate, there's only one, mate. I know you had the soft cover. We just go the hard cover. Didn't have the Combo. No. Not everyone no. likes a hardcover. You've got to realise that. No one no, on going to be a collector's item. The, the, the other ones get the doggies and get bent up and stuff. The hardcovers. They're the ones that sit there forever. People okay. will be going back and forth. Your one's gone in the bin, mate. Record. Oh, <laughs> record <laughs> breaking. If it makes it on the, on the couch, we'll know that you've, uh, that you've made it. Record breaking. Go from full price to 75% yep. in one week. Oh, but anyway, good stuff. Magnificent. It was a lot of fun yesterday, and we've got to thank the guys down in uh, South Melbourne. Uh, for letting us rappel down the wall there. It, I haven't laughed so much in a long, long time. As I said, Fox Footy, we've got the most experienced team that will be covering footy. 348 games. Our total of 348 finals, finals games mm. is our total experience. No one else can uh, get near to that. So this is the place to tune in if you want to learn about finals. You've got the first game, the ins and outs. GWS take on Adelaide over there, Jono. Going to be huge. And there's some big ins and outs as mm. well when we go through them. When you look at the Adelaide Crows, well, they get Taylor Walker back in Talia and Greenwood. So a couple of begins there, of course, and Greenwood, the uh, the young, the young man. Keefe's out, unfortunately, with Miller and Rory Sloan has not got up after the uh, appendix, having his appendix out eight days ago. And, and Rosie, we were chatting before, Keefe's a bit stiff. They left him on one of the greatest forwards of all time, one out in about three acres of space. 
he got tailed yeah. up and they've dropped him. No, it was a funny one, wasn't we? Coming on the uh, the matchup, matchup one on one with Buddy Franklin, oh. two goals in the first quarter, then mm. they moved him off him and they lost by less than a goal. So and, and now he's out of the team. He is, and for GWS, you've got DeBoer and Himmelberg coming in, and Stevie J has been omitted, yep. and Devin Smith is out with an injury That's to his knee. Agitated him in the back half of the season. Well, he was, he was out for the start of the year as well, Dev Smith, so that's and not great news. And apparently on the move, um, everyone is saying. Oh, there's about 15 targets at the well, GWS. Yeah. And, yeah, and so. the other thing to look at, I was in Sydney uh, last week and watching training, just doing a bit of research for the games coming up, and um, oh, watching GWS train, late in the training session, Dylan Shiel came over, had a hamstring test, no, hamstring test on his left hamstring, was assessed by the physio, the doctor was Ooh. called over, assessed by the doctor, then immediately marched back to the club room. So that is a bit of a concern. So this when was late. that? That was last Thursday. I know when you, you look at the team and they have put him on the bench. Yep. So I don't know, whether, do you read anything into that with Taranto sitting there as well? If well, Lynchy, you could be onto something because... Well, it's just you know, something that doesn't matter where you're going. to get over it, yeah. but if they are testing... And he's not named in the The one thing I say about Dylan Shield is... Dylan Shield's always in the 18. He's such a brilliantly fine-tuned athlete. And he, of, of all those young guys, he's probably the most professional in body awareness of knowing Absolutely. where he's at. He would have gone, oh... Yeah, that only feels about 99.4%. I'll go and check that yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Fact that, the fact that, there's awareness, though, is... Yeah, yeah absolutely. No so, and there are those guys out there, though, they like that, aren't they? They know absolutely. their body they so, know well, it so well. Yeah. And they're almost predicting an injury, and they come off before. So, for Giants fans, hopefully that's the case, because he's been... I mean, he's all-Australian. Mm. I think the, the Sloan thing... Runner, it's just a one, yeah. one to watch early. I think and so. It, I don't know whether I'm with you. He, he mightn't get up looking at that, if mm. that's the way Tarando. it's going to go. comes yeah. in, it could or be a late change. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah. The yeah, Sloan thing's big, though, Sloan. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the fact that they've named him out gives a bit of time for uh, the Giants to prepare, because you'd think Coniglio might have gone... And we'll go for the match-up shortly. But mm. there's a bit of a flow-on effect, isn't there? I mean, Richie Douglas is the obvious one that comes into the midfield. The question probably then presents to the Giants, if you were going to tag Sloan with Coniglio, do you go to one of the Crouch boys? And who would that be? Probably more likely... Oh, Matt, Matt and what yeah. he's done this year with, you know, 27-plus disposals pretty much in every game that he's, that he's played for the, for the Adelaide Crows. So, no, that tag has to go yeah. to him. You have to restrict his amount of Which ball. If you can get that? him under, Matt or Brad? Matt, Matt Crouch. And he hasn't been tagged once so the year? Not, not, not once throughout nah. the year. So, he's mm. just kept racking them up. And, therefore, if you can restrict it and keep him, he still might get his 20, but yep. that seven less might be five, four less clearances. It may, it may help. has that ability to yeah, find the get ball. 24 himself. Yeah, yeah go and keep his man yeah. 16. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Hey, um, so with that, with with Sloan, and he goes out, and you mentioned Crouch and the likes. How do you see the void there? Because that means they're one down in the midfield. You're big on McKay, and you reckon he'll come in and play more true, absolute midfield minutes in the centre circle? Well, I think Douglas is the first one. We've seen yeah. him. He's the one that comes Sorry, in automatically. I meant to say Douglas. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that comes in automatically. I think that the thing is, I mean, the depth of the Giants is far greater, even with Sloan in. Um, Sloan goes out. Greenwood's the other one that's that's been really good. Um, he's the one that can come in. Cameron sort of gives him a bit of speed. Mm. He generally comes around the back of the square though, and comes off as more of a more of a, an extra midfielder coming from a half forward role. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of their speed and and ball movement comes from Laird and and Atkins and the mm. guys on the outside anyway. Um, so you got Seedsman on the on the bench. So he'll play he'll play back. You think running through and Brody Smith. 
Yep. Well, so McKay might be another one that just pushes up onto a wing, wing. more yep. consistently. And him and Smith may rotate half-back wing because they like Smith getting up and breaking 50 at times and trying and kicking some big but goals. The, the Giants... Too. Oh, and, and we go back to when they last played these two teams. It was round one. And we know in um, AFL footy, it's almost ancient history if it's more than six weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Do, you take any, do you take anything out of round one, though? Because it was like it was a massive defeat, uh, 56 points Adelaide. As a coach, do you do you look at that, or how much time do you spend on that, or it's just yeah, gone? Yeah, far too far away. Yeah. I think it was yeah you know, four or five weeks ago, definitely. Yeah. But round one, I mean, it just shows you the draw, how ridiculous the draw is, mm. and that's the the yeah you know, when you got twenty three rounds, seventeen, eighteen teams, you can't beat everyone twice. I'm going to have my own personal little say here, and I reckon a couple of my friends in AFL house won't like it. But as long as you incentivise the top top table management to keep crowds up. Income coming in, if you incentivise those people making the draw mm. to do that, you can keep getting lopsided draws like playing in round one and not meeting again until the finals. Yeah, so I think in that regard, it doesn't become a game you look at. Yeah. You know, your more recent ones, I'll go back at each of the team, will go back at the, the more recent ones. But I think it's, I mean, clearly for me, it's around the matchups. And if we start to look at some of those, mm. I reckon you get a really good, there's a couple of things that sort of stand out for me. You know, if we start with the, the uh, Giants forward line is again just how much talent they have. I mean, you look at, and there's a little bit of a matchup problem probably with a lob, whether that's a lever who goes to him or I mean, he's he's your intercept player, isn't he? So he's the one we talked about it before, John. Like Kelly 189, lever 195. Can, can Kelly slip across or not? I don't think he can on the on the back of that. Kelly's more likely to have to go to a, a Cameron at, at times, maybe to give Harding yep. a spell. But but Lever's the one they they would like to release. But you can't release off Lob because if the ball's coming in high, you're gonna have to crash him at every stage. So then it becomes a ground level game for me. So then Brown and and De Boer and and Laird and Green, Delidio and and Kelly, they're the ones that become super important. I think with the high ball coming in from a GWS yeah. point of view, those matchups. I'd, I'd go Lever on Lob. Because yep. Lob, obviously, great contested mark, but he can get off him quicker. So once he realises it's not going to him, he can get off and, and intercept. I would go from a GWS point of view, I'd actually put De Boer onto Laird. Yeah. So Just actually, because of the amount of ball that Laird gets? Yeah. I mean, he had, I think he had 40 last time they met. So almost a defensive role. Now, Green's got reasonably good defensive pressure in yeah. the forward half. But you we want him up and back, though, yeah. don't you? So we know this is a massive yep. issue. The real strength is the ability of Adelaide to turn the ball over, and especially their bounce off Adelaide's back line. Back line well, yep. they turn the ball over anywhere, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. but they get that run. So I think. But you would you think there's a there, reason why he's in the team, wouldn't that's you? That's right. I mean, and you've Johnson, Johnson's out, Smith out through injury, but there's a reason he's in the team, well, and he's a great tackler, and he's a very disciplined so player. So he's mm. in there, and that, I think that is the reason why John O's out of the team, yeah, because yeah. there was no defensive pressure at all. So they've gone to Boer, so I would, I would be staggered if we don't see a lot of pressure yep. on, on Laird. And we go through the midfield, and this is where. You know, we touched on before, this is where the Rory Sloan thing makes a big difference. Because you look... I'm not saying Adelaide are bereft of talent. Clearly, they're not, because they're finished on top of the ladder. But if you look at the, the names through there, you know, Coniglio, does he move here? Up the top here. Yeah, up the top. Yep. But the, we're not talking a, a real lockdown. No, there. I think Derm's point's yeah. right. I mean, he's a, he's a 24 to 30 possession man. So it's a starting point. It's a starting point. Yeah, yeah. And I think with, with Crouch... 
Coniglio is not quick, but I reckon Coniglio does get in with speed as well. So that's where Coniglio can maybe push forward on him and kick goals. They've got There's... more talent in the midfield, GW. Yeah, absolutely. Looking, looking there and just going through the, the names on the bench as well, they've got Greenwood to come into that midfield rotation. Whitfield, Other yep. than that, you might have Seedsman out on, on a wing who, on his day, can actually play pretty well. Yep. But consistently over the year, hasn't. Where these GWS guys, they yeah. are seriously good players. And the other one there on the wing, see sort of Smith lining up on the wing for that Adelaide Crows. He plays sort of high half back, or but yeah. he's the other one that De Boer might go to to lock down. We know Kelly's almost the high half forward. Yep. If if Smith gets off the chain because he probably uses a touch better than Laird, that could be the other lockdown from mm. De Boer's point of view. Probably the area. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, you guys jump in. Probably the area that Adelaide may have the advantage is in their forward setup. I mean, what they have is a great ability to isolate. I mean, yeah, some really good forwards there. I'm not saying that the defence of the Giants, they've clearly got some talent, but yeah, Lynch, who's going to play on Lynch term? I mean, he's the one, he's the link player that gets up. The grounds probably we not always go be... there. We always sort of go to Tomlinson, don't we? Yeah, in some well, ways. Well, the but with Tomlinson, you see, I tend to think you, Davis will play Walker because yep. Davis is smart. And then when you've got that one going, then I think Tomlinson follows Jenkins because Jenkins runs hard and covers territory and can go back to goal quicker than anyone else. Now, you've still got Haynes up your sleeve, but I reckon you want him yeah, like inside yeah. defensive mm. 50. He's not yep. the kind of bloke who will chase out Tom Lynch. I'd even be looking at Shaw. To well, play against yeah. Lynch. Haynes yep. is the one. He's he's a star. He's an intercept marker yeah. as well. The reason you could go Shaw though, Dan, is because if you if you leave Lynch go, it does give you seven and Shaw. That does create a problem for the Crows because so one role off. you don't want Shaw playing is a loose man. Now it's going to be a bit of a game of Russian roulette because right. if Lynch can link through, yeah. then it's advantage. One well, thing for sure, McGovern ain't Wilson ain't playing. No, no, no. McGovern. Well, that's so what they're going to have to yeah. probably start. Swap Wilson with core Haynes. with Haynes. Just yep. swap those two for a start anyway. So that'll be. So more. Cameron goes up behind the square for for Adelaide and charges through. Yep. What, what do you do then, Ruzi? Do you do you have your wingman look after him, or do you just have your forward set and go the other way? How would you play think that you sort just, of role? I think you just have your your defender off the back and you keep watching him through. It's got to be communication, though, because you can lose him in that case. Oh, big time. And if you get an eager ball, once the ball comes out the yeah, ball that's it. and Cameron slips past, um, but you can see through that. I mean, there's some great matchups throughout the whole, mm. yeah, as you'd expect with 1v4, but there's an enormous amount of talent in, in the area. Probably the area that we've been keep talking about Adelaide, and they've defied the odds in that regard. It's just the midfield depth, but they've, they've finished on top of the ladder, but their form really hasn't been that great over won the... two out of the last five, Adelaide, mm. and one's been a draw and two losses in mm. the last two games. There was a name up there that uh, would uh, gain a fair bit of interest, especially in the Adela in the GWS rooms, and that's Eddie Betts. Yep. He always does okay or, or, okay or better against GWS, but he, he's only had one good... Good bag in the last eight weeks or so. That was round, round 20. 20. Yeah. Well, you think he, he had the appendicitis, so gone in, got them whipped out, came back for whipped round out. 20. Yeah, whipped out. Just <laughs> should see the scar I've got. Looks like old mates put a, a cut there and just ripped it open. But Eddie Betts has come back. His goal scoring ability is down. In that game in round 20 against uh, Port Adelaide, he kicked four goals, four, so he's had. Plenty of shots. So he's been reasonable with shots over the last uh, month. He's had 18, but just hasn't got him through. I think one thing that has improved over the last month, and this is why he's an important player, his normal defensive pressure is good, 
he's raised that bar and that, over the last I guess, Al, that's the thing. How big a advantage is that to Adelaide? Forward pressure turnovers, 29.3, AFL number one. Giants we're banged on about all year, Derm. Yeah. The lack of forward yeah. pressure now, I reckon that's why DeBoer probably does go. Yeah. But how big a disadvantage now, once we get to finals, is potentially that inability to create turnovers in your forward half? I think it's huge. It is huge. And in round in round one, I know it's ancient history, yep. but they smacked them by 56 points. It was the forward 50 turnovers. So this group of players, ability to turn the ball over and impact the scoreboard was was elite. It's whether you can manufacture it for one week to get yourselves into a, into a prelim and, yep. and reassess off, off the yeah. back of it, I'm not sure whether can't, that can happen. I think you just can't switch it on. I suppose that's the concern when you talk about you know, they've lost their last couple of games. Now, they're, I think we all acknowledge they've been the best team in the competition. They deserve to be on top. But losing your last two games, how easy is it to just to go bang, turn oh, it straight on? I think the coach can drive it a little bit. I think, I think a group can be driven that, that way to have that one impact, yeah. especially early in a game. If the you worry get couple, I've got, you're, you might be away in that sort of area. The, the worry I would have for Adelaide, as good as they have been this year, they deserve the number one seeding yep. for the competition. This is the most wounded team they're putting out on the park True. for two months. Mm. And and then one of the lads, unfortunately, uh, has another issue to deal with, which won't go into as well with Big Jacobs as well. This is their most wounded team they're putting out there for two weeks. So mm. they get up, even though it's a home game. It's a massive, massive win Definitely. for them. Yep. Hey, uh, you got a, got the chance to speak to Toby <coughs> Green during the week? Yeah, it did. Um, as I said, I was up there watching training and um, yeah, had a good chat with him, uh, both off the field and with the camera Did as you well. Did he stiff miss out on all the Australians? I thought he was. I thought he was. Yeah. We spoke here mid-year. I know it's got to be a, an yeah, entire yeah. season. I think Toby Green paid the penalty for his on-field indiscretions. I mean, he's ruffled a few feathers. Is he's that a reason enough not to be picked in it? No. 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 We spoke halfway through the year. All the uh, small forwards in the competition, who are you going to pick off the wall first? I think we all went Toby Green. Green. Well, this is a good one, isn't it? You've got Green down one end, you've got Eddie Betts who did make it yeah. down the other end. Yeah. So they won't be playing on each other, clearly, but it's going to have a big bearing who plays well as to whether their team will Definitely. win. So we're going to go to a break now, but we might as well have a, a little sneak peek of some of that interview. The rest of it will be played on Saturday in full. You play that aggressive style, which makes you the player you are, and enormously talented. Do you think that the push in the boundaries is a, an important ingredient to your performance? Um, I, I don't know if it's an important ingredient. It's just something that sort of comes naturally, and you know, the more hyped up you are, I guess the, the yeah, the more involved you are in the game, the more you want to be a part of it. I guess um, yeah, it's not something I think about or purposely do. It just just is how how I play. How's Leon Cameron uh, go with it? I'm sure that he's not telling you to take the aggression out of your game, but does he counsel you after, you know, you've been, you know, cited or reported? Uh, yeah, oh well, yeah, there was a bit of talk about it. Um, no, Leon, I obviously got a really good relationship with Leon, and yeah, he knows it's just part of the parcel, but. I guess some of the things were pretty stupid, and especially probably that Rance one, letting the team down for two weeks. That was that was a bit of a hopefully a turning point because um, yeah, you don't want to, you just can't do anything off the ball these days. So. What's the most vivid memory of the last time you played against Essendon? 
Oh, the the, the finish was, was is still etched in my memory. Uh, will be for a long time. Um, yeah, that feeling of when Gary Ryan marked it on the line and and uh, thinking that we probably should win it from here. He obviously still needed to keep the goal. We were all celebrating like he did. I was just hoping that he still kicked the kick the goal and, and he did. It was uh, just pure elations. Kick by So I'd snuck in off the uh, off the 50, and it was just, I guess, throw caution to the wind. And I actually thought it was going through, but um, you know, Gary rightly took the mark on the line and and uh, got the four points for us. Come from behind, win 19 points down with three and a half minutes to go was yeah, it was extraordinary, really. Now we're in six, they're in the eight. How lucky we are! A few of the Sydney Swans stars there talking to you, Alistair, and before the break, Toby Green. That will be pl that interview with you. That lovely piece you You've did with him will be tomorrow oh, night. Yeah, blisters. Can you just, just flat run, out. run us through your first question to Rampy? <laughs> I've got to, got to admit here. Yeah, can you just run I said, us through? You know, obviously the big moment of the game. I said, where were you in that last stoppage? <laughs> He's going, oh, thanks, Lynch. Yeah, I kicked it to <laughs> Gary Rowan. <laughs> so you're a hard-hitting journalist. Did you research? The research. Yeah. Just research off the sheet. Sheet. <laughs> Next question. Who are, you where tipping, are you? who are you tipping in for the questions, anyway? Did you no, write your own? No, I've got to, got to take it myself. Take it? No, I'll go, I'll, I'll go down in flames. <laughs> <laughs> the producer. Well, uh, well, Sydney do take on the Bombers. And last time they were out there, there was a few <laughs> glorious moments, a few inglorious moments. Um, heard Brendan Goddard talk today. He was being interviewed to saying that, yeah, they got everything to lose, a final to lose. Uh, he had an inglorious moment kicking out, which kept oh, the yeah. ball in yeah. the area. So he's got to redeem himself in his own mind as well. Um, it should be a fantastic game, but there is a dilemma for Sydney. They, we, we would all believe Naismith comes back as the automatic I, yeah. number one. I think he's their number one, Ruckman. They like him, his craft, he's, he's long, he can get his hands on the ball. And when you're an elite midfield, you don't need your Ruckman to be getting 10, 15, 20 possessions. So his craft is better than the other two in the Ruck. So the dilemma is going to be... And yeah, Sinclair and Tippett. The dilemma is going to be who do they pick out of those two. Or, and is it... Do you think it's just a no-brainer that Naismith comes in? Yeah, so, I think because he played like, in the... Neafel. Neafel, um, yeah. yeah. He dominated in the Neafel. So, so he's the better tap ruckman. So the only yeah. thing is he'll play his 80% uh, and then Sinclair or Tippett go in. Yep. But it's, it's they don't have the marking capabilities of the other ones that they've had. With Sinclair and Tippett going reasonably well on the ruck, but they're still dangerous forward. Who would uh, you go with then? Who would you pick, Lynchy? Because Sinclair had 17 last week, Tippett had 8. Who would you tip it got the goal? Well, it, who, would we'll you go, go, who would you pick? We'll go with Rusey, that Naismith's coming Naismith's in. Naismith's in. Would so you yeah. play the second ruck and who would it be? Well, if you, you turn the clock back just four or five weeks, Sinclair kicked five goals three and put on an absolute clinic. Saying that, I'm going tip it. Really? I'm playing Tippett. Yeah. So you threw the positive in there on Sinclair, yeah. you're not going to pick him anyway. That, that, that's the story. <laughs> I voted I, for you. Because I think clearly it's who's going to kick the most goals, because neither of them are going to lay a tackle. Neither of them. So that's the dilemma for John Longmore on the match committee, is I think, who do we think will kick the most goals out of those two? Well, I don't think... Well, I'm going to go away from you then. I'm going to stick with Sinclair and Tippett, because they, they're both going reasonably well in the ruck. 
So Naismith doesn't come in. He's well, he's in. in. I'm telling you, he's in. So you don't get it. Oh, so that. Johnny Blake has told you. That. No, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. If you look at the, if you look at when they he played in the grand final last year, yeah. he's then he's then number one. Right. right I'm going you know. Tippett. So I don't him like think him on Sydney Swans is like him talking about. <laughs> yeah. Inside info before. straight from Smithy. I get nothing, mate. Don't mention no, his name, right, please. I'm going no, Tippett. I, I just think yeah. he's their number. He's a grand final ruckman from last year. He's the tap ruckman. Clearly, the reason they played him in the seconds. Was it last week? Last week. To get him ready to play. I'm Sinclair. I mean, yeah. because I reckon... So you go Naismith Sinclair? Sinclair. Yeah, because yeah. I, I agree with you. Naismith's playing all day long. Tippett's upside is better than Sinclair's. He's best. But I think Tippett's become more of a Ruckman slash forward than yeah. a forward slash Ruckman. Sinclair... It's, it's Chambers and Danaher. Like, it's a, it's a good combo coming back yeah. the other way. And that's why it the is. selection becomes... But Danaher's mainly the forward, though. But Essendon's changed games. Um, yeah. Danaher's changed games for Essendon when Bell Chambers has struggled a little bit early. Yeah. He's gone forward and kicked the two when Danaher's gone in the ruck yeah. and actually started giving first use to, to the mids. I'm actually convincing myself of Sinclair and, and Tippett again. <laughs> because Bell Chambers can drift forward and play in the forward 50 as a ruckman. Naismith playing fullback makes yeah. me nervous. The, the yep. other thing is you've, you've got Sam Reid up. Sleeve well, as well. You have that's to play the other Grundy. Thing, yeah. They're a big team. Yeah. So, so you're dropping two of them now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, don't know, but only two of them is going to play. Those yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Definitely yeah. only two is going to play. I'm going to stick with Sinclair and Tippett then. All I think, right. I think well, the other move, end... Move down back. Yeah, I think the other end um, is where Essendon have troubled them a bit. I mean, they, they obviously lost the last game, but you have to try and isolate Grundy, Rampy and Smith in particular, as well as Mills and, and the rest of them. But they're the three guys that are really good one-on-one -on -one defenders. If you dump kick it in, you've got no chance because they roll off. They're one-on-one -on -one defenders. You know, they're back shoulder forcing you up the ground. I mean, there are times when you're going to have to do this. And this is where Danaher's going to have to crash in or, you know, so he won't be, You can't start Danaher in the goal square. He, I don't think he can go anywhere near the goal square for centre bounce, Danaher. He's got to sit 30 well, metres to 40 metres Well, depends on Hooker because Hooker's, Hooker's got to be in doubt, doesn't he? Well, so he's that, still on the Ultra G, they reckon, which, yeah, is, that's which right. is taking the weight off your, yeah. your running ability inside on the treadmill. So... That can't be good. No. You can't be on that if you're going to lead into a but game. That, that reinforces the way Grundy was setting up then is something we're seeing consistently. That's why they're so, it's so important their midfield performs well for Sydney. They, they put an enormous amount of pressure. When they concede yep. the clearances and the stoppages, they put that much pressure on it. It is a dump kick. And Rarely that's why do we see them yeah. lace um, uh, forwards out from the centre clearances And that's Sydney. why it's against Sydney... It's very brave to put a high half forward up. Very brave to get your ex a 60. Because you give them what they want. Because yeah. you're giving them what you want. You're giving a roll off in Mills. Yeah. You're giving a roll off in Rampy. And most of the time, you Sydney are that good. They'll put pressure on you even if you've got an extra mid, mid yeah, yeah. in the stoppage. Yep. Ball goes in. So you have to keep your six forwards. In general play, I don't mind them getting up. I reckon that the thing that Essendon do have is speed. So they Fantasia do. trained today as yeah, well and look to get through. And even though he hasn't been out there for 20-something days yeah. now, should play with that speed. Has to play. Has got Has a bit of wild play. card about yeah. him. Hurley played as well. So yeah. Yeah, he will go to Franklin again. Hooker. Did, oh, Hurley played. Hurley trained. Trained, um, yeah. Hooker didn't train. Stood on the boundary line, receiving balls. Bit of handwork, but yep. did not get on the pitch and run. Yep. So you'd think he's yeah, unlikely to get up. Yep. But I agree with you. You give Sydney what they... Sydney don't pull any surprises. No. They run out and they go, right, we're playing line and length, yep. but you have to be better than us at it. If you want to give us six backmen V5 forwards, 
good luck to you. You're going to have to be desperately good around well, the you, footy. We know that Sydney can defend multiple entries. Mm. They can defend, yeah, and minus, that's one on one equal numbers. Yeah, one minus fifteen, one minus more. twenty. Was it mm. was it last year against Geelong in the final? It was mm. minus twenty Wise something heaps, inside yeah. fifty. So they can do that. One of those key players we've got to speak about, and no doubt we've got to get commission here. Jared McVeigh has re-signed. <laughs> he was <laughs> cooked. <laughs> and must admit, we've pumped him up. They held off his signature. You pumped him up big time, Lynchy. Pumped him up. Yeah. Do you and he's got a contract. No. Actually, Did I don't have met him about twice. No, no. <laughs> but I reckon there's got to be a sling coming our way. And I reckon it's great to see that he, he was cooked. Why'd you off. pump him up then? Why did... Did you just honestly believe it was one more year, or well, to be honest, I actually saw he was a vital ingredient to one of the younger so more teams. To it, yeah. So Br Brisbane, if he wants so to, to play, move. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if Sydney don't want you, move. We've seen the second half of the year how yeah, important he is. Good. He gets the ball, he uses it well under pressure. Get I know, out. We've got to move on to Franklin, but I want to ask you: if you are down the road and you've got a team and you want that senior player in the back line, who would you more? Be inclined to recruit. I'm down the road. Where at a club would be at Brisbane or yeah. Gold Coast, and you wanted to take the choice between McVeigh and Hodge. Who would you go? Oh, well, you have to see how their bodies. I mean, oh, yeah, Hodge. <laughs> yeah. I'd go, yeah, I'd go yeah. Hodge. But just, what I'd do is I'd, t I'd I'd go to them. I'd go to McVeigh and say, I want you to play this role. If if you think you can play on, we've seen he can play on. Play, Play this role for as long as you can, then we're going to get you into a coaching role. Let's and, and we'll redevelop you as yeah. a coach. He's clearly shown he's got a, an incredible aptitude for the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, both, are smart. both Hodge and McVeigh are smart. Let's talk about the bloke who is... Well, he can play smart, but he plays athletically like no-one else we've ever seen. Buddy Franklin. Last time he played against the Bombers, he was held goalless by Michael Hurley. Well, I'll tell you what Michael six Hurley... Behinds. Yeah, I'll tell you what Michael Hurley won't do, and that's do what Liam Jones did. Because Liam Jones, I don't know who the defensive coach was of uh, Carlton, but I hopefully he didn't uh, advise Liam how to play because he played in the absolute worst way you can play Buddy <laughs> The way Buddy was. Well, yeah. The only out I'll give Carlton here, he played well in front, like 20 metres. Yep. So were they playing that defensive zone trying to press up the ground? and relying on an enormous amount of pressure because that seemed extraordinary to even stick with it. We know Hurley, when he last played, he was playing from mostly behind, but not, the, not this situation I at all. I just have to butt in. Isn't that incredible, that one there? Yeah, that's Franklin, ridiculous. he's six foot six. He refuses to go up for the mark. He lets a five foot ten bloke go for the mark. He crumbs it... Mm and takes one and a half steps and curls it around the corner from 40. I've never seen anyone... But he knew exactly where that what he was, was coming from. Haywood, I think it was, yeah. was coming there. Yeah. He knew if he drops it, it's going to probably pop here. But Smart I think if you're going to play, play, play on Buddy, though, you have to put body pressure on him all the time. Yeah. And it's so hard. To, I mean, you, you guys playing forward. If you get a defender that plays in front of you and you've got all that space in behind you... All the defender has to do is look back, and as soon as he looks the other way, oh. you're off. And then by yeah. the time he looks back again, he can't get anywhere not, near it's you. It's not as good if you're playing deep in the goal square and the bloke plays 10 yeah. in front. Yeah, Because you've got, you're, you're backed up against the goal line. Well, you've got this as well. Once you get out 50 from goal, you get, you're begging him when he's sitting there to go, go on, play in front. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, and that's what they they played him from behind. Essen played him from behind. But he had six points, as you yeah. said. All shots were from outside, outside 40. 50. So if you're yeah. going to have a shot, yeah. have a shot from a long way And he's way out. perfectly capable of kicking. Oh, yeah, there's that's no, right. But there's make no it perfect way to play him. But you can't play him from in front. 
and give him all that space yeah. behind. A little bit different, you're right, Derby. You're, if you're on the 20, goal line. No worries. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Well, not no worries. Safe. Yeah, but safe. Safe. One before we go to the break. Yeah. Luke Parker chatting to him the other day as well. Another <laughs> oh, interview. Wow. Just, She's your name. He, he's got 150 games coming up this weekend. Did yes. you know where he played? Nah. Oh. But I'll tell you what, he has played. He's played. This will be his 16th final, and he's 24 yeah. years of of age, he's played at least two finals every game, every season he's played league footy. It's amazing. It's good, isn't it? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Would you go, one, just a quick one before right. we go, would you go Watson to Kennedy was the other fellow you interviewed? Yeah. Would you go Watson big body onto Josh Kennedy? I would. Absolutely. He smashed him last time with 36, 36. Josh Kennedy. Yep. Powerful. You're going to be struggle to beat him there. But you've got another big body in Watson. He's obviously getting And that's the, the role Watson played though, isn't it? Get a Yep. Get next to him, put body pressure on. Well, what else are you going to do with him? When has Josh Kennedy ever been bodily knocked off the ball? Well, we'll say we'll let him go. No, you get, get somebody who can damage you in another area. His direct opponent, so to speak, has to be someone who does damage going the other way. Right. Josh Kennedy's never been pushed off the footy. Right. No you one's ever done it in the history of how many you game? 203 games? Gotta get, never. I think what you do have to do is get someone on him that can at least tackle him. Because what Kennedy does, he draws two tacklers. If you get a small on him, mm. another... Jono's got to come in and tackle him as well. That releases that player. So yep. you have to have a body on him that can take him in a yep. tackle, hold him up, and at least force him to give it to someone that's got someone on him well, rather than drawing him. Lingy's retired. I'd be that back shoulder, happen. Watson, push him under the ball, hold him inside. <laughs> yep. Might push you off the table. In the <laughs> power, <laughs> take on, <laughs> power take on West Coast after the break. <laughs> the big score against Moons. I believe you had a little bees win. Look out. This is the time to celebrate. Who wants the power rate shower? Because this, this, this is, you, yeah. Well, I got, got him. I got him. Win. Yeah, 8.19 to 8.15. Four points. I Can got Moons by. Explain So the power, we're, all year Moons and I have been uh, doing some work with, with power rate and their power score. So you do the beep test, you do the agility test, you do the power test and the sprint test. So yep. the four dynamics and, and a lot of people around Australia have been getting involved as well. They've been jumping on the website um, as well, powerrate.com.au and registering themselves fit and healthy and that's the main aspect of it that's what several Moons, thousand people have joined oh, it's in. been huge yeah. and that's what moons and i've loved it as well because it's kept us going all year and kept us reasonably fit you always had in the back of your mind that you got the beat test the shirt off. you got the beat test coming up and might have to uh to don it over but oh look mark gaznia was the he was the standout no well, question so fit. and he's extremely fit justin hodges finished last and the two nrl boys actually oh. tried to combine <laughs> their scores to say that they finished last how far behind no he was eight Nine. So he wasn't that oh, far behind Moons, yeah. and Moons and I, where yeah. where um, where Goodwill. Mark was eight eighty two. So he was he was oh, well and wow. truly in front so in terms of that. But his 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 endurance was still uh, a lot better than ours. With the shirt off, who's bigger, him or Moons? Oh, oh yeah. that's that's tight. You want to have a look at no, Honestly, no. <laughs> Moons at the minute is in amazing shape. 
Oh, Amazing shape. I'm saying you're, you're going all right, Lidgy. Oh, you're going there, all right. There's the positive. <laughs> that's but fourth. Moons is going a little bit better at the minute. So look, it was a it was a great thing. It well was, done, it was mate. great. All the finals and that are, uh, are getting done at the, at the moment. It, it really was a, a fun thing to be a part of, and we got nice and fit, and we uh, smashed down a few of these along the way. And you get to take home four dozen of those to your kids each week. Well Which done. Is good. Let's yeah, have a look at. Speaking of that. Lovely tealy blue colour. Let's talk about Port Adelaide and their opponents this week taking on West Coast East. Eagles go all right over at, at Adelaide. All right. All They're right. five and one. <laughs> they go well, better than all right. And okay. three zip versus Port. So what do we make of Port this so season? This is, is it the same old story? This is a question for me. This is a, staggering. So top eight, uh, two wins, seven losses, a percentage of 81%. Yep. Bottom 10, 12... Wins one loss, but the percentage of 185. I mean, that is unbelievable difference. That is complete flat track. That is unbelievable. Stuff, I don't know what to make of it because I've liked their game plan this year. I think it's more sustainable in finals, yep, but yep. clearly they just haven't been so able to. So the main it. question we ask then are, Adel uh, are the <laughs> third time, are the Eagles worthy of a top eight position? Because if that's the case, they're running at a 12.5% yeah. chance. I, I reckon, Derm, it's interesting because I think if West Coast can't get their intercept marks right, I don't think they can win. I think they've been so inconsistent in so many areas and when they get their intercept marks right, they seem to be able to win games of football. Yeah. If they don't, which then begs the question, it's not going to happen this week, but it's, it's funny that... They push McGovern around and Elliot Yeo around. So when do you reckon they broke up a winning hand? Well, when they're in the back half, Andrew Island was fantastic when he joined um, Sydney. Uh, Sydney. He had a great there. philosophy. If you've got a player out, never move someone. Don't create two problems. If you've got one problem, do not create two problems by moving a centre-half back to centre-half forward or, or whatever. Fix that problem. And clearly now that Kennedy's back in, it's not an issue. You'd think McGovern and Yeo will go back. But they have to intercept Mark to, to win. I think that's that's the strength. And I think you talk about the credibility of uh, or their credentials to be in the top eight, West Coast. It's on the back of elite forwards, Kennedy. So they don't go inside 50 much at all. In no. fact, a bit of gold we got before. They're ranked 14th for inside 50s this year. And they're the worst ranked inside 50 team to be in of any of the top uh, eight teams since 2002. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they're minus yeah. 3.5. But when they go in... It's good quality, and Kennedy makes it good. At the back end, they're good. It's just in the midfield. They get smashed for clearances. They're 17th in clearances. So I think the game will be, if they can match it inside, they're half a chance because they're elite back, and they're very good forward with Kennedy. And Darling's probably, probably playing the best footy he's played for a long time. Yep. What's Sammy Kennedy got to kick? What's he got to kick Kennedy then? Six plus? Yep. Oh, yeah. I think yep. so. That was okay. You're the only one who's gone West Coast. What's the goal tally that'll win? <coughs> well, I think West Coast will kick probably 14 goals to win it. Well, he's got to kick. Yep. He's got to kick. He's six got to kick seven, seven. Yeah, seven, those, eight. Definitely. Darling's got. Yep. Darling and Darling Kennedy have got to get it. But they've never 10. combined really well, so nah, they're going nah. Some midfield goals may have to come into it, and we'll yep. see if Shuey and the like can get on the end of a few. Mm. Talk about midfield gold and midfield goal. What about some midfield gold? Where is he, Bronzy? Bronzy. 
Come Hi. on over, mate. Nathan Brown, the midfield gold man. Hello, Hello mate. Hello, mate. Been there for a minute. Great to see you. Yeah, got Bronzy. Yeah, I know. Hey, Bronzy. Yeah. Bronzy Brown. During the week to catch up at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that. That's right. Thanks for the What are you doing, mate? Hey, 24 up promo. Adelaide are the best side at it since uh, round 10. 12 games they've played. Seven times played them out before half time. So, Adelaide, double the money, double the bets. They've been pretty much the best backside of the final series. The best game, though, is Friday night. And I am here to tell you, Dermot, that 2 10 we've offered up for Richmond. I'd take that every day of the two week. 2 10. Pretty much even money at the moment. Both sides around exactly the same money. I like the Tigers. Good record at the MCG. Not just because I'm a Richmond person. I was a Bulldogs person last year. But <laughs> they are very, very good at the MCG. Uh, Sydney, very short, as you'd imagine. Three times more money on Sydney. And then the last game is Port Adelaide against West Coast Eagles. Port have lost their last three against West Coast in Adelaide. So uh, we have had some punters getting on West Coast. But we do have a mega bet for the first week of the finals. Jacob Townsend, the man you said is the toughest player in the AFL. Tana. He's kicked 11 in two games. So get this one. Townsend to kick four or more. He's kicked six and five so far. And Richmond to win, 20 bucks. Oh, 20 bucks. Townsend, wow. four goals. Tana. Richmond to win. Can he do it three weeks in a row? 20 bucks. And, uh, he might have I a final series like Gary Ablett in 89. <laughs> or James Cook in 97. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's a pig of a man. <laughs> I've only got one request for you. Yes. Now, sitting this close talking about footy, next week when you come on for Sportsbet again, can you not have so much garlic at lunch? Oh, I had a lot of garlic today. I did. I had the <laughs> <My calamari>. <laughs> Bronzy, thanks, mate. Gamble Thank you, Nathan Brown. Let's go. Good yes, work. gamble responsibly. Let's go to a break. Oh. We'll be back with the last one, the massive tiger. Welcome back. Well, he was out the back and he heard how you skited about <laughs> pantsing him. No, I said never he was said in good that. nick, but you yeah. skited about braining him by Basically, three points four in the power range. Four points. Four points. Yep. <laughs> Put mayo on it. He was running he was. backwards in the sprint. Where? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I, I, I probably could have that. But I just decided to yeah, take a look. What did you get out of it, Moons? Uh, it was great fun. It's, it's funny. Uh, it's amazing how much fitness you lose, Rosie, when you retire. And you think to yourself, I'm doing okay, Lynch. I'm doing all right. And then you get to these beep tests and all these sprints, and then you go, I'm really done. Yeah, I'm well, cactus. Did you get the double? Did you get to ten in the beat? Uh, we just broke ten. Well, the boy, <laughs> hey, hey, guys, they you they did really well. No, nah, we we did all right. Don't worry. But well, give us a number. <laughs> yeah, Eleven and a half. We got to. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, you yeah, walked to eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Not anymore, you don't. All right, well, they might have skipped a little bit. You, for you get us on. Too, you get on powerade.com.au and you log yourself in and you oh. register and you do your own. Oh, you you wouldn't get to eight. Oh, I wouldn't know. I've never done one. You know, you know, you know what was so good about Moons last time? He at the last event, he got the footy out for us to have a kick just to warm up. Mm. We were a bit flat, a bit down. Another we not sure how we were going to go. I went and bought a personal trainer. It didn't even work for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Well, uh, happy kilos, to... Rudy? <laughs> You're happy to sit in with us and help yeah, us talk absolutely. about your old team, about the Catters. We're talking about them taking on the Tigers. Amazing matchup this one. It's probably this holds the most fascination of the the entire round. It's the the, the main game at the MCG between the the top two build uh, teams that will appear at the MCG Sold this weekend. Sold out for a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Is, I mean this it? is this is massive. Drong have won the last thirteen against mm. Richmond. Richmond's supporters are up and going. They can't so wait. So look at this. So we we look at the bottom here. 
and we've got okay qualifying final two whoever wins this goes through to preliminary final two yeah big big the preliminary win. final they get 14 days or thereabouts whatever it turns out to be they can only play on the MCG as a home game against an interstate team so the John odds... win that do they get Simmons against GWS as a prelim I think you've I, I think, think you have GWS. to have one of don't you? Prelim final week. Yeah, there's sure. all those rules not, on that. Yeah, I'm not anyway, sure what the contract arrangements yeah. are, but I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that... You'd think GWS was the stuff. only team out of that group that, that may get a yeah. home... A one out at Geelong. Well, the thing is, yeah. if they do lose, then it would be, let's just face for argument's sake, it would be Sydney. Then oh. Maybe that one might be a, a semi-final down there, but... Yeah. So oh, whoever wins this one... Crook with the Richmond supporters. If they get clipped this week and they've got Sydney, who haven't lost for four years, at the MCG, oh, no. Yeah. But, but the way it stands, the important final... Whoever wins this goes to the MCG against yeah. an interstate yeah. team. Yep. This is the most probable, probable outcome. They've got four quarters of footy, and I just hope the Tigers supporters dare to dream. Four quarters of footy, and they're in a grand final. Wow. Well, and on that, it'd be the biggest grand final week we've experienced for a long time. If Richmond's, if Richmond's oh, in the grand since final... Since the Hawks oh. been there. Oh, please. We've we've got 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 everyone, got sick, everyone got sick of the Hawks. <laughs> the Dogs didn't have as many supporters. But imagine the, the Richmond supporters yeah. oh, marching dear. to the MCG grand final. For people who don't know Melbourne, Melbourne will come to a standstill. Yeah. This would be huge for a football club like that to get in there. Moons, I want to ask you about the Geelong midfield, because we think Selwood will play. Yep. Guthrie's moved in there. Um... Scott Selwood's their tagger. Mm -hmm. Who Guthrie went to Martin Jono last time. He did time. last time. Didn't Scott he? Selwood's generally their tagger. Yeah. What happens in that midfield when Selwood comes back? I mean, Dangerfield's a natural forward, but taking him out of mm. the midfield, what, what do you think will happen within that group? Well, I think the greatest thing since Joel's been out is the fact that Manigol has stepped up. Yep. Guthrie's gone back into the midfield, played more time there, and stepped up. Selwood's obviously uh, Scotty Selwood's doing his thing. So one of those, I think you've got to keep the rotations going. I don't know how much footy Joel can play through the midfield after missing, what is it, three weeks. You probably want to just throw him forward a little bit, Derm, as well. How so much, still forward, got to rely how much on forward has he played? Because like, we he always see Dangerfield as yeah. a forward, but we haven't seen Joel played as much. It's is probably he the not sort his most natural position. No, but is he sort of the guy that if he's a little bit underdone in terms of his fitness could play Two 90 minutes ago, as a forward? Two years ago, played forward in a couple of games, didn't yeah. he? And he kicked a, th a three along the way, somewhere like that. Yeah. as well along yeah. the way. So yeah. it is, it, he has, do, has got the ability to play as a forward, no doubt. He's but just not size and game. shape of, of a forward, yeah. so you don't think nah. of it. But he gets the ball wherever he goes. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, he fights tooth and nail for every possession. So whether he's down back, midfield or yeah. forward... Because I think Guthrie's really added their midfield group. I think Guthrie's yeah. speed at stoppages has been really important. I mean, the goal at uh, Dangerfield kicked against Collingwood. Mm. Guthrie set that one up. So yeah, he's he got... The he gives you that extra yeah. speed around the stoppages. So all of a sudden... And I'm, clearly Joel Selwood's an unbelievable mm. player. But all of a sudden you push Joel back in... It, pushed, it pulls someone out of that midfield. I think but the fact that those boys have stepped up, because we've been talking for the last probably two years, there are two two men midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think those boys, like with Manigal and Guthrie and I know Blitzards and Duncan. I think they Duncan's started Duncan, they year. started to get the you know what's yeah, Duncan, hey, Robbo, yeah, that yeah, he's the other one. We've got Robbo over the back. Robbo, Dangerfield, Duncan, this weekend, you can only pick one. They're, they're standing up to the wall. Which Martin. one do you pick? Martin. 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 Who's I say, Duncan? Duncan. Yeah. Martin and Dangerfield. Duncan. Dangerfield. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Duke. 
Pleasure. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Have fun, Robert. What's that? Well, that's, that's... Oh. <laughs> What's that's, you? That's the point. You got that. Uh, they won't go head to head too often. Nah. But Dangerfield up against Martin, two blokes that have played incredible. Can't find his pen. He hasn't got a microphone on either. <laughs> but how powerful these guys are, who would you pick off the wall? I mean, for I think a one, a, one week. It's a toss of the coin yeah, for me. Yeah. I just it's think incredible. Uh, Dangerfield's season has been incredible. I mean, the Coach Association Award, he, I think he just Come broke on, pick the... Pick one. Pick one, Ruzi, for us. Geez, it is hard. And it's for it one is. week. It's probably more marketable because he gets in the media, Dangerfield. I'm but gonna, I think most people would pay, pick Dangerfield. I'm going to go with Martin, just to be... Just to be different. Yeah, well, I think it's 51 49 either way, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's a massive game for Darcy because he's had this great year. And we were all expecting him to have this brown low at the end of, end of the season. And if he can just now come out and show that he can do it in finals, oh, I mean, how yeah. many games yeah. he played? Yeah. Maybe three finals games? Yeah. So for him, I mean, we've seen Danger do it. For this man, Martin, to do it on the big stage, the MCG Friday night, and get them over the line, that's just going to add oh, to his reputation. What happens down, down back, Harry Taylor? He played, he played as a forward, but down back for the Tigers. He really took it to Rance last time down there. Yeah, well, I'm in the belief of all great players have a bad day. I think Rance had a bad day. I don't think it'll ever happen again. Well, and the, the thing, if, if Harry Taylor goes down there, doesn't Rance go to yeah, Tom Walker? Yeah, he, he, he goes somewhere else. He just he moves. He, he doesn't allow Harry Taylor to sit on him. I think, I think the thing with Taylor, that the other forwards down there can take... You have to look at Taylor's tape against Rance. So let's say he does go to Hawkins or whoever it is. Because yep. the way, it was more for me the way he played him. Yep. Rance has got a weakness, albeit slight. If you can body him up and get him in front of you. The right side shape. The right side shape. Yeah. He does have a slight weakness. I saw Jesse Hogan do it to him. We've seen some forwards. Yep. He loves to get some distance. Weedering did it round one. Yeah. Yep. Who, uh, Weedering did it Weedering round one. You're absolutely yeah. right. So I think it's more a case of who he does go to should take a leaf out of Taylor's book. Be prepared to stand. Stand and almost play on him, wrestle with him, body him, and at least, the, at worst, the ball's going to come to ground. Yeah, I mean, he's such an important player. So if you can neutralise his ability to intercept and launch off half-back, that's a massive step in the right direction. The, one, the other end's good, interesting for me because Jack Reward, I, I think, in my, my team's All-Australian. I think what he's done this year as a one-out forward has been incredible. Yep. And I've got to give some credit to Caddy and Townsend, who Brownie mentioned before, because they're playing undersized. I mean, they've done an amazing job. Uh, Townsend last week pretty much had Carlisle the whole time. The, sec yeah. you know, the key defender mm -hmm. from the opposition, very hard when you're you know, 185 centimetres to bring the ball to ground the whole time. Jack Rewald's got to get to every contest. But I tell you what, Caddy and Townsend have been terrific at at least helping them out. I think they'll play both Townsend of them. Townsend 187, Caddy well, 186. Well, Townsend took Johnson against Fremantle yep. and kicked his six. Then he took Carlisle. Yep. So, you know, Henderson might get a, mm. a now, bit of a look there. We, we've grown up, from a forwards point of view, always going with the, you know, you kick to the tall forwards because it's a contested game. You know, you get it on the boot, get it going forward, you get a contest, then your smalls come in. But here we are looking at a team with basically Small. five smalls. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. Is this going to work? We've, we've been brought up on the fact that that wouldn't work in yep. finals footy. Yeah. So this is another big question for Richmond. Does this style that's got them there, does it I work I think it's a strength, there's no doubt. But they might be just one tall, short yeah. L, I reckon. That's, that's why you've got to get the ball on yeah, the ground. Yeah, on the ground. They have to get the ball on the ground. The back line for John can be slow. Absolutely. So that could be an yeah. issue. They uh, do get smalls. Small players do kick goals against yep. them. So if it is wet, yeah. all of those conditions, I think that will work in... One thing is time. for sure, it's going to be one of the most exciting yeah, yeah, opening absolutely. weeks of finals. <laughs> That's it for us, boys. 360 are up next.